Welcome to the Never Stop Getting It podcast, where we take your mind out of reality and have a little fun with life. Here's your hosts, Steve Giroux, Scott Bailey, and John Osimo. All right, guys, Never Stop Getting It podcast back again. The podcast that showcases everything and anyone that never stops getting it. And today's going to be a good episode because we have one guy we're going to be talking about that never stops getting it. He truly never did. And uh, But before we dive into that, John Scott, how are you guys doing? Well, I was doing incredible uh, until I heard the news about Belichick, and we'll get right into it because it's a bit, bit of a somber day for, for many of us here uh, in Sports Nation in New England. Stop. Hold on. Can I get it right? What? Not anyway. Oh, you got to turn that up. Not that one. No, not Jesus. that one. Is this one? Nope. I was looking for the woo 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 one, but I don't know where it is. Yeah. All right, Scott, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's not that one either. Uh, oh, that. That, that one. All right, go ahead. It's the last one you touch. Yeah, I, I echo John's sentiments. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough day today. It's It's... I didn't want, I, even in the last uh, couple of weeks, hearing about everybody talking about it, it's not something that I wanted. Right. Get wild, come to fruition. So it's an end of an era, really. But before we get into that. So he never stopped getting it. I mean, he did stop getting it. Today. Well, maybe. Oh, yeah. He might go somewhere else and throw it on our faces uh, when he breaks oh, that he record. Well, he definitely got that record. I, you know, I think we should get him on a, as a guest oh, to okay. the never, never Stop Getting I'm sure that's going to be easy. That, uh, <laughs> and you know what? He would really be a good guest because we're not the mainstream media, which he despises. And when he's on different podcasts and things that he wants to talk about and places he wants to have interviews, he is really good uh, as an as an interviewee. And we should try. I mean, I know we're not going to probably get it, but you never know. We could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Chances are slim to none, but we're going to work on it. We have other guests coming up, too, which is going to be fantastic. But we don't want to announce anything quite yet because everything's still in the works. But again, let's get into our... Uh, Ritual. Ritual shots, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Good stuff. Get her done. Cinnamon today, guys. Fireball. Mm. All right. That's good. Taste the rainbow. So, John already let the cat out of the bag. Today is all about Bill Belichick. Yep, it is. So, Bill Belichick's been the New England Patriots, our favorite football team, head coach for 24 years. With six Super Bowls, but he's gone to 10. 10 Super Bowls. Imagine that. Mm. Wow. And today, unfortunately, they had to let him go. They say it was a mutual thing. I'm not so sure about that, but whatever. Whatever floats everybody's boat. Anyway, John Scott, how are you feeling about this? Go ahead, John. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%, Steve, that it was um, not really a mutual parting of the ways, even though that was the dog and pony show that took place uh, for the media. And um, for good reasons, uh, believe me, when it comes to the Kraft family, when it comes to Bill Belichick and what they've accomplished here in New England, uh, they deserved what they did today, which was to let him go in a manner that was unlike normal 
um, firings of head of head coaches in the league uh, that in, in in the NFL. So normally, if you're going to be fired, you're out and you're gone, and there's no press conference. What is different here is that we're talking about a Hall of Fame coach and an incredible run of of, of magnificent proportions, and therefore he deserved better than that. And so they figured out a way to mutually part ways. But what they really meant was Bill Belichick was fired and they wanted to save face. They wanted to do something different mm. to make sure that not only did Bill Belichick have the opportunity at other places, but the opportunity existed down the road for all the things that we know is going to come, which is um, the uh, induction into the Hall of Fame for the Patriots, the induction into the NFL Hall of Fame, um, all, all of the interviews that are going to take place and the documentaries that are going to take place. You have set yourself up for a partnership, and that's exactly why we saw what we saw today in the dog and pony show that was the mutual parting of the ways between Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots and the Kraft family. So you're saying it's all smoke and mirrors? You know, it's interesting that you say that. It's Nothing's ever black and white. I know in life we want it to be that way. We strive as human beings to be black and white. It's never that way. And yet we still try and figure out, is it black? Is it white? Is it a, is it a firing or is it not? It's never, that, it's never that black and white, as we all know. And so, therefore, it's not black and white, but it is a shade of gray, but it is still firing of Bill Belichick. But, I mean, they could have traded him. He had one more year, and they chose not to do that. <clears throat> but there's reasons why they couldn't do that. First of all, if you're going to get rid of him, you got to get rid of him now, or you're going to be in limbo trying to find your coach while you're waiting to trade this guy. You know, and everybody's going to come off the market. So you want to get rid of him, unload him as soon as you can. If you're going to trade him, it would have been last year, you know. And what what were you going to get for well, him? Well, I mean, like it has to be like mutual. Like he, he could have been like, no. That's the other thing, too. Yeah. I'm not going to sign with this team going. So the team's going to be like, no, he's not going to sign with us. So right. we're not going to take him for a year. That's true. That's true. But wow. I mean, depending on what team you went to. But the only ones that need a good quarterback, I mean, a, a good head coach are the bad teams. Well, I you know, I found it interesting that they had the press conference uh, early on. I think it was at Newham or somewhere yeah, in that new. range. And uh, they had they had uh, no answering no questions uh, for the media, either Bob Kraft or Bill Belichick. OK, so he leaves. And, uh, you know, again, you can kind of understand why. How many different outlets were there and going to ask questions? He Bill Belichick even started the press conference with a um, with a joke. And 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 realized how many uh, cameras were there and 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 taping, and he didn't want to he didn't want to stand up there and a answer any questions. What was what was interesting is Bob Kraft answered questions at two p.m. and one of the questions that he answered, Bob Kraft, uh, was why didn't you trade Bill Belichick for something? And his answer his answer was interesting uh, in that he he felt like it wasn't. Uh, in in the best interest of the Patriots and how he does business, in other words, he, he was being nice. Well, he was he saying the same thing with Brady. He was being nice, right? He was he was giving deference and, and or respect to Brady, as you just mentioned, Scott and Belichick uh, for their tenure, and and didn't want to prolong the inevitable, didn't want to drag it out just just to get something out of it because that would have almost felt like a cr little bit cruel and a little bit too greedy. So he felt like this was the better way to separate. 
It must have been a tough, tough thing for Kraft. I mean, you've been together with somebody almost a quarter century. <clears throat> you win six Super Bowls, again, like I said in the beginning. You've been to 10. That must have been a tough thing for Kraft, the Crafts, because I'm sure it wasn't just um, one making yeah, decisions. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, right. you know, I wonder what they did, what was the whole process, because I'm sure you could have taken responsibilities away from Bill, but then you're like, well, you know, what's the point of that? that? Would, because that would, that's that going to hurt his ego, right? Right. Right. Yeah, you didn't want to do that. It it wasn't a situation where yes, we're going to do the same thing that everyone does, firing and and uh we're going to we're going to set a, a press statement out there and that's it. We're not going to actually do the right thing. And so I did appreciate the fact that Bob Kraft stood up there, he said what he needed to say, gave that floor to Bill Belichick and and he was actually pretty genuine based on what his comments were. Didn't answer questions, which I thought was True a little, business, w- w- which I thought was a little odd. But but I get it, I get it, because he was going to answer. He was going to be asked a whole bunch of questions. Well, he, he was. He w- he didn't want to answer. But. Then Bob Kraft decides two hours later to show up and answer some questions and answer some co- tough questions. So I I think at the you know again nothing's perfect. We you yeah. know in the whole realm of everything that goes on, he did the right thing. And he's just looking out for his brand, as he always has. I mean, Bob Kraft is 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 one of the best businessmen in the world, not just this country, in the world as a billionaire. And so he did the business decision, but you know, it's focused around people and doing the right thing perception wise. And he certainly did that today. So speaking of being a billionaire, mm. now we're gonna find out who the penny pincher was. Why we could go send these all these free agents? You know what I mean. Now, if he goes out and spends the money, all right, it was Bill trying to save. But if he doesn't, and Bill goes out somewhere else and starts hiring all these high end free agents, well, at, at the press conference at two p.m. and I and I heard this on um, the news as I was driving home today. Um, Bob Kraft did answer a question around the money aspect of who had control. Uh, over the last several years, and Bob Kraft decided to, and you know, I'm just going to use this phrase, throw Bill under the bus a little bit, hmm. like get, t- saying that he had the leverage and the leeway and the authority to to pay what needed to be paid in regard to players. And I find that disingenuous. And I say that do you, do you want me? To, uh, let's say it. Bob Kraft lied. I think right there because I don't think Bill. Belichick had a blank check to just pay whatever he wanted. I, I think that there was a budget. I think that he had to follow the budget, meaning he could do what he wanted within the realm of the budget. So I think Bob Kraft kind of used a little nuance there when he decided to answer that question, because I don't think Bob Kraft would have given Bill Belichick a blank check. So frankly, I'm calling foul uh, on Bob Kraft for that. And and I think he was doing a little PR move when he answered that question, because he basically decided to throw Bill under the bus a little bit right there. That's kind of the same thing with Bill, though, when he hires his coaches. He does want to. I think he gets paid a certain amount of money, twenty five million, whatever it is. But out of that money goes to the coaches. So it always grabs coaches that have been fired. Huh. You know, like Matt Patricia, Josh McDaniels. You know what I mean? Things of that nature. Oh, Joe absolutely. Judge. Yeah. So you know, it, and that's a little sketchy too. You know, it's like, come on, hire a real coach, hire a real offensive coordinator. Don't put a defensive guy in there. But no, he was saving his money. Hmm. 
you know. And Is so, there any indication as to whether his sons are going to? I think they're going to leave when he gets another job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that was. I think that's part of the whole reason that so, he's leaving. Yeah, so that that kind of brings me into the next realm, I guess you could say. The next point is like the new head coach of New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. So obviously, Gerard Mayo is a linebacker coach, and Belichick's son is a defense coordinator. And Gerard Mayo is the assistant head coach, too. So either Gerard Mayo is going to be the head coach, like he was, I, I'm assuming he was promised because you're assistant head coach. You just got that position. Or he's going to be bumped up to defense coordinator. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like Belichick's son's going to go with his dad, right? Right, like that. right. That that's what you would you would assume right. at this. And point. then I'm thinking, you know, I don't know who the new head coach is going to be, but maybe Josh McDaniels will be back or something like that. But again, who knows until you get your new head coach? Because I'm sure they're going to want their coaching staff. You know, they want to hand pick it. I think it's a, an exciting time for the Patriots and. You know, we've had so much success. It's been a long time since we've been here. We've talked. So it is exciting. We can talk about um, the accolades that Bill Belichick deserves and the success that he's had and the joy that he's brought this area over the last 24 years, as you just mentioned, almost a quarter century, which is amazing. Dude, that's a third of his life. Imagine that a third of Belichick's life. Did you see some coaching of the pictures? For the Patriots. Did you see some of the pictures of when he when he first started the head coach? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He he looked like a kind of a young guy. The stress you know? has really got to him. Wow. <laughs> it's all, it's his all, last it, five years killed him. He wear the the, the button uh, the top three quarter button there. The, or whatever. the stress the, has got to him for sure. The collar. It's it's almost like the the now pic- it's a hoodie. It's yeah. almost like the pic the picture when you become president of the United States and the in the picture when you end your presidency and 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 the age that has occurred in between those times that has been exactly what happened. Well, that's only the young ones. Biden and Trump or whoever is not going to change. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly don't <laughs> think like mm. it wasn't. I don't think it's the coaching or the uh, or the coaching staff or the coaching that did this team in, especially this year. Drafting or the money being spent? What do you think it was? Uh, I mean, it was definitely like the players. Agents or, you're right, is it the free agents that do you in because they're not spending enough money or is it bad drafting? Or you can yawn it out either way. Yeah. Um, yeah if we're born, I mean, our, yeah, I mean, hey, defense, and we can yawn that out because that's, that's about what the, they did for the for this year. It's drafting on the offensive side. That defense that, was, you're right. is, is, is always been great. I mean, the entire time that Belichick has been the coach, the defense has been solid. I'm not sure of a defense that wasn't a top in the league. Do you remember in 24 years, has the defense ever been at part of the bottom of the league? The only thing you can draft is a running back for some reason. Running backs are like, you know, like James White, and then you have Rashad Stevenson, you know, and even before that, it's just like Sonny Michelle even won as a Super Bowl Although he really wasn't that good. No, he wasn't that good, but during that Super Bowl run, he was awesome. No, they, he did you well know? At, yeah, at the end there. So it, it's just one of those things. And again, I don't know if Mac Jones is that bad or is it just the Come coaching? On. Is it Got just it. the coaching? I don't, you, think I, some, no. you know what I mean? I mean you, you think he'll be here next year? I mean, he, Mac Mac Jones came from no. the 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 NFL light of college football in Alabama, so there there had to have been something good for him to have come from there, and there there wasn't enough. 
with regard to coaching or talent around him to make him a decent player. And, and he had some upside. And in his rookie season with the Patriots, he brought them to the playoffs. And, and that was, we, I mean, the amount of, of, uh, of Mac Jones shirts that were sold that year were incredible. And I think everyone thought he's the Brady heir apparent, right? Mac Jones, Alabama, Brady heir apparent. It didn't even come close to that. And we have Mac Jones shirts being like burned right now as we speak, because we know that Mac uh, Jones right now. tenure in, you know, you right today. So. Yes. So, today, so right, now, right as now, as we're, as we're talking, well, it's happening. It's funny you say that because we went, I went to the Patriots game on Sunday. My brother-in-law, Chris, he wore a uh, Mac Jones jersey, mm-hmm. and I'd yell it out, who's this loser wearing Mac Jones jersey? Uh-huh. Everybody, yeah, boom, everybody, everybody, not just Jets fans, New England fans. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but they're all shitting on the whole time. You know, They're throwing fun. stuff at him. Yeah. He, he, Snowballs. It was always. He must have been, thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, like, bro, for that. Dick. I appreciate it. <laughs> I love you too, bro. Yeah, yeah. But... <sighs> Again, I, I don't know whose fault it is, unfortunately, you know, because Belichick came in. I don't know if it was the best situation in New England, but it was drafted the right way, and they had players that were up and coming that were fantastic that other coaches brought in or other GMs. There weren't even other coaches. You know, we say like uh, Teddy Bruschi or uh, Ted Johnson, you know what I mean, were brought up by – um. Bill Parcells or Pete Carroll or something, which isn't true. They both had GMs. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But these players came up and they turned out to be awesome players, studs, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, Belichick inherited those. And did he build upon them? Yes. Free agency? Yes. With like Rodney Harrison and things like that. But the fact of the matter is, as time went on, it did, it, it was good, but was the attraction really Bill or was it Brady? When people well, no, I, I I honestly think it was it was both because of the dynasty well, that was early on. I think the dynasty Brady wouldn't have had shit if if it wasn't for Belichick at the beginning. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think it was a it was a combination. It just it, you know the B and B Brady Belichick they both were the reasons why they brought in so many good free agents, so many good prospects, and they were able to uh, look at the talent at the time and draft well and develop players the way that they wanted to for their second sort of dynasty. You know, because when you think of the Patriots, they, you know, they they have like a 20-year dynasty. Everyone kind of almost thinks that at this point. But they had the first three out of four years, and then they had the lull, and then they had the – uh, the 07, almost yep. uh, almost the the, the undefeated, undefeated season. season, and then they a they little bit of a stu- little stu- stutter, and then they went back and and had their other three from that point forward. So there was like two separate um, dynasties almost uh, when you consider, and so all the second dynasty was one hundred percent Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft verified that today because he said after the third Super Bowl. Bill Belichick had complete control. He said it at the press conference. And so all of that was him. Up until that point, there was, as you just mentioned, Steve, there there was a GM. There were others involved. The other people had the say. And, and what was interesting about Bob Kraft today when he said it, I mean, if you're going to say that you have complete control, then who's there to say no? The doctor no, which is – 
Who's gonna count uh, hold you accountable? I feel like Bob Kraft can't he couldn't even hold Bill Belichick accountable. That whole relationship became toxic. And as much as we all can appreciate Bill Belichick, it was finally time to move on. And I'm very glad that they're moving on today. All right. Well, I disagree with that last comment that it was all him on the second part. The first part, I think was all him because it was the defensive coaching. Yes. For the first three Super Bowls. That's what I was getting at. But the second dynasty, I think it was Brady because Brady came into his own. He was the fucking man. It was all offense. I mean, if it wasn't for Brady's comebacks against Seattle or the Falcons, that had nothing to do with defense. The defense no, no, gave no. it all up. And, you know and I, mean? you know, I, I know what you're saying. I agree with but you. But you're saying personnel-wise. I'm saying I, GM. I, I, I I'm saying Bill Belichick the coach versus Bill Belichick the Well, that was a shitty draft no. he was doing, too. But it was all the free agents no, no, that were no. signing, I think, to be here with uh, Brady. Absolutely. But Bill Belichick made those decisions, and we have to give him credit for that. Well, I think they're easy decisions because you got a bunch of guys that – Want to win a Super Bowl before they retire, so I'm, become better Patriots because Brady's here. I agree with you, but I'm just saying that there was no GM at that time. No, there all wasn't. Bill Belichick making those decisions. Right, but I don't think it was all Bill bringing the guys in. That's the thing. I think they were enticed by Brady. Now, the first three Super Bowls, I think they won because of Belichick, because of his defensive prowess. Which is ironic right. when you think about that. But when you say the first three aren't because of Bill. For I, GM purposes. Yeah. All right. So when you bring in GM purposes, that's that's a little yeah. different. No, even even the second three, I don't think so either, because I think they came. And, and, and the only reason I bring it up is because that question was asked of Bob Kraft at his press conference at two p.m. today, which was really telling mm-hmm. and something that people were speculating on, talking about, and never really knew what the answer was. Because again, you know, they've been tight lipped. We know, and and even Bob Kraft said it. I own. He said it today. I mean, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but. I own a, a whole bunch of private companies for my private businesses because that's how he likes to operate because he doesn't want to have to tell everybody about what's going on. He doesn't really want to have to, but he confirmed that Bill Belichick had full reign there for a long time and it was time to end that reign because all good things must come to an end. As much as we don't want to understand that concept, it's tough for us to understand it's a reality of life. Yeah, but I, I think we can all agree we really wanted Belichick to win that all times win. Absolutely. Record, I know? did. Too. As a Patriot? Yeah, of course. And I bet he would have retired, and that would have been it. You know what I mean? Right. But unfortunately, what is it? Still 14 wins away? He's still. Yeah. Yeah, so you have two more seasons. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. He'll, 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 wait, so, okay, now we're at that point. Where do you think he'll go? Uh, well, the leading, leading guy, well, the leading team is um, Atlanta. Is it though? Is it, doesn't the Chargers? Because well, Chargers, both, I think uh, I think they positions. want Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I think the Chargers want Harbaugh. Yeah, but that's the only place that Harbaugh. that both Harbaugh. the GM role and the um right. Who's going to give him the control? Yeah, yeah. right. Who's going to do that? I think what was it I Arthur think, Blank or something like that in, 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 in Atlanta? Atlanta. Yeah, I think he would do it. That's I think the only he would do it? that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. What I mean. So he probably, yeah, he's probably not going to give it up. It's right. kind of like uh, the Pease brothers, Jerry would Jones. Be, the Pease brothers would be very happy about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Uh, so who else is looking? Maybe Indy. Indy's probably still looking. I think right? there's like seven or eight teams. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot. But yeah. but on that note, who are we looking at? I know you all. Like I said before during this podcast, was Mayo. But who else is out there? Who else are we thinking? Oh, well, we know Tennessee is looking for a head coach. Yeah. Right. 
And guess who former Tennessee head coach is? Yeah, Mike Frabel. Yep. And where did he play? He was uh, the star um, linebacker for the New England Patriots and fullback. He caught touchdowns Tight end. several times. And so I, would I, I know he would love. Stay? I know he would love. Like, would there back. be a, uh, one's offense, one defense? Would they do something like that? Well, I, one person's going to be the head coach. Yeah. So is Mayo going to stay as a defense coordinator? I mean, that's an upgrade. I mean, basically he's a defense coordinator because Belichick's son right. could not speak to the team. But his real title is linebacker coach and assistant coach. So moving him up to defensive coordinator, is that gonna is that gonna suffice? suffice? Thank you. Yeah. Look at that, huh? Yeah. Two P's in a pot. Yeah, two P's. We're thinking the same way. Yeah. So is that gonna suffice for him? And then you bring in Vrabel? Or in the other side is you still need your offensive coordinator, which is the most important piece. Because I, I'm puzzle. pretty, I'm pretty sure Bill O'Brien is leaving to go to college, to become a head coach. Absolutely, yeah. He because he doesn't want any. Oh um, my! I mean, talk about a guy who never really wanted to be here the entire year. You could see it yeah. every time they you you saw you saw it in his face as he was trying to do what he needed to do as the offensive coordinator. He was like, "I'm just biding my time as uh, a fill in." As a piece, just to fill in the blank for the time frame when I know we're going to be out of here. And Bill O'Brien, thank thank you for your service because we know how good you are. We we've seen what you've done, but you honestly, again, we don't know the ins and outs of right. his whole situation. But when he was on the sidelines this year and doing what he needed to do, and even in the press conferences, he you could tell he just didn't want to be a New England offensive coordinator. Wow, there's a lot of frustration. So who who do you want, John? Oh, hold on, Scott. You haven't said anything. Who do you want to be the next head coach? I don't know. I, I mean, Mayo, he has no experience as far as a head coach. But, of course, you got to start somewhere, like Sean McVay. No, I from get the, from the But is he that? I don't know that he's that. Oh, who, tell me, tell me who else out of Belichick's tree has done great or good. There hasn't really been. Uh, well, uh, what's his name that was coaching the Dolphins? There, um, he was our defense coordinator. He did well, but then he, there was a lot of uh, controversy. Well, no, yeah, that whole thing with the Miami Flores, Brian yeah, Flores, Brian Flores. Flores yeah, he did right. well. Yeah, he did well. He certainly did. Yeah, I I agree. Um, and it's tough to consider Mike Vrabel to be part of the coaching tree. He's not tree. because he's not a coaching right. right. He's yeah, a player. You know, he's a disciple, right? Uh, so yeah, to I'm speak, sure he learned a lot from. That's Belichick. why I didn't throw him in there because right. he wasn't a coach, right? But I I I think that's a lot of. Uh, how do I want to put it? With all these coaches that come out of, uh, the Belichick tree is just like uh. You know, you go into a shitty team, unfortunately. They're hoping you can dig us out. Yeah. And sometimes, depending on what the owner wants and depending on what the owner's willing to spend, you're not going to be able to do it. Mm. So you get put, all right, with the Jets, with Mangini. You were screwed. You know what I mean? Because you were always stuck in the middle of the draft pack. They were competitive, but not competitive to have a great season. But at the same time, it was a shitty season, but well, they weren't going to get a high pick. What pick do they have you this year? Fifth coming up? Uh, fifth? No, up? fifth, because Arizona's got fourth. I think they have fifth. But I don't know. I have to look. But 
John, who you who you lean No, towards? so yeah, if, if I had to pick without knowing all of the resumes associated with the offensive coordinators that could be the head coach, knowing who we know Mike Vrabel is, I would love for them mm. to pick Mike Vrabel as the off uh, as the head coach. And then Gerard Mayo becomes the offensive I mean defensive. the defensive coordinator and you go get an absolute great new minded uh, out of the out of the realm of of, of anything we've seen. So not Josh McDaniels. New, no, no, we don't, don't want to. We don't want don't that Belichick tree. We you, you go you go get yourself. Well, that's true. A new wave offensive coordinator. Um, well, that who, that who it, was the Titans' offensive coordinator. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure who that was, but we need we need a, a really uh, strong, new minded offensive coordinator who can uh, partner. With Vrabel and Mayo, and I think that's the winning combination. So, you say an offense coordinator, John. What I think should be the head coach is I would go grab Ben Johnson from the Lions. That guy turned that team around. He's a young guy. Yeah, he's offensive oriented, I mean, and we haven't had that in a long time. They're still in the playoffs, huh? They're still in the playoffs. I know, I know, no, yeah, but no. obviously if that's could, another yeah, reason is, why he's yeah. going to be gone. Well, Josh McDaniels did it. You know what I mean? We were still in the playoffs, but they were, they couldn't interview him. They had to wait. But, but obviously, he was in mind. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, Ben Johnson, that guy turned that freaking team around. The Giants were the bottom of the barrel, laughing stock in the league forever. And now look at this offensive clicking. And you have Jerry Goff as your quarterback. You mean the Lions? The Lions. What did I say? You said the Giants. the Giants. Giants. I meant the Lions. Yeah. So the Lions. I, I I just feel like this guy is the real deal, just like Sean McVay and uh, McDaniel at uh, McDaniel to Miami, yeah, yeah, Miami. Even though I I don't know, sometimes I just feel like he's over the top with some of the stupid shit he does. But he's young, I get it. Right. But that's what you want. You he's want a, these he, young up and comers because that's what the NFL is. The NFL is all about the offense right now. The young hipsters. And now the defense is already built. Belichick left his defense. The defense is there. You know, you have Christian Gonzalez coming back. You have mm. Matt Judon coming back next year. So why not throw an offensive guy in the mix? Draft whatever you're going to draft that he says. Marvin Harrison Jr. Right? Or a quarterback. I don't know. It, who knows? But I'd love to have Marvin Harrison Jr. No. But you just need somebody to throw to him. Right. You would, which could be Kirk Cousins. Right. I wouldn't mind Kirk. How about Jimmy Garoppolo? No. It's Jimmy, I'm on the fence with. I don't know. He He's... Right in the right system. He's he's fragile. But you're not going to have him in the right system anymore. I think it's going to be different now. It's not the old Patriots way. Right. So, and I'm not saying that's a bad movie either. I I don't know. If that's a a one-year gap filler, okay, maybe. But I like to see him go out and grab somebody that's going to grow in Marvin Harrison Jr. If that's the way you want to draft. But you got to go get your offensive guy. Because... No matter what happens is, uh, no matter what happens is, no matter what happens, your first draft pick has to be an offensive player. May it be a quarterback, a wide receiver, or a goddamn lineman. It has to be something on offense. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. their offense was abysmal. That's that's the, you, There's no other word to describe what we have seen when Brady was at the helm and what they've become. We, Belichick was an unbelievable 
football mind and defensive minded, but he let the offense go. And you just, what are you doing in the in today's NFL? You cannot just let it go to Joe Judge and what whatever the hodgepodge shit that happened last year. You need offense to win in this league, and so we need offensive minded decisions moving forward and that has to happen and so i can't wait to see what's because i am so excited about the future of the new england patriots and partly because when bob Kraft took over he decided to do the right thing not only when it was uh in terms of of, of bledsoe uh and and bringing in uh bill parcells and then bringing in the the offensive minded uh uh, coaches that he that he did at the time, even Pete Carroll, you consider, you know, he unfortunately he got uh, shit canned um, yesterday, I think, and so you know he has the vision, and he had the vision with Bill Belichick, and it it came to fruition, and we've all been a part of it. And in, in, in fact, I I just I think back of all the great games we've been to, and and the and and we the three of us actually went to a playoff game that you guys picked me up. And uh, and and we could talk about that story of of my car being totaled on the way home from I that playoff. Game. I think we've talked. Yeah, we have talked about that. That, but thank you again for that. Yeah, that was that was great. I um I survived that incident. That was part unharmed. of the check era. Yeah, and no, but you yeah, know Brady. we 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 went to so many games that we won. We had great times. We had um such faith in the team. And in everything that happened as a process, and um, Bob Kraft talked about it today in regard to the business model that he loves to incorporate no matter where he goes, the process, the teamwork, everything. Can we get back to that winning ways? Oh. Well, if Kraft is a man of his word, we will. But now it's just a matter of finding a right combination. Well, all right, guys, got anything else you want to add to this? And Bill, we trust. Bill, we well, good luck, Bill. Um, well, we I, wish him the best of luck. How many times have you seen that out, right? In Bill, we trust, and we did. We did trust in Bill, a hundred percent. And I was thinking Sons about of it too. on the way over, mm-hmm. thinking to myself, "Well, can we replace in Bill, we trust with in Bob, we trust?" It just doesn't have the same ringtone to it, does it? Just doesn't happen. Well, I I think all the stuff you listen to too online, uh, like Kraft is. I mean, online on the radio, but Kraft is always a big advocator of saying, "I'm not qualified to answer questions," and I'm pretty sure he said that quite a bit because you know he's not a football mind. He knows. So and and he knew that Bill Belichick was the guy. All he has to do is open his freaking wallet. So we're going to find out. Again, we're going to find out, was it Bill that was cheap or was it Kraft that's cheap? Yeah. So we're about to find out. But either way. Only time will tell. Yep. Uh, either way, I'm, I'm I'm upset that we're saying goodbye to Bill, but I'm happy that we're saying hello to a new era. It's time. Oh, we'll see. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Again, check us out on social media here at the end of the podcast. We love you, and we're going to have some special guests coming up for you real soon. All right, guys. So, of course, never stop doing. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Never Stop Getting It podcast. And join the community on Facebook, Never Stop Getting It, and Twitter at Never Stop Getting It. And, of course, NeverStopGettingIt.com.